Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a very special guest, fellow podcaster, not on this podcast, um, not fellow, extremely talented fashion designer, Evan Ducharme. Hey, everyone. Hello. I like the term not fellow. <laughs> yeah. not a, We're not one of those. No. I can't sew anything. In fact, uh, our mutual friend, Abby, has to help me with everything. She's helped me a couple Including, like, times as button. well. Yeah, she's really saved my. Oh, well, she's like made skin. beautiful garments with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. can you sew a button on this for me, and I will pay you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Different, but same. From, yeah, I'm a fashion designer. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. Like if it, it does that happen a lot? Where I was uh, today, I was thinking when people tell me that they are comedians, or I see uh, it's very common when people are excited about doing comedy and they start doing comedy, or they do comedy a few times, they're instantly a comedian. And I, I was thinking today I made myself laugh, which is stupid. But I was like, I took ballet when I was in grade one. <laughs> I would yeah, imagine myself telling a ballerina <laughs> that I was also a ballerina. I don't even say that I'm a musician. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. What like do you I say? They just saw you on stage? <laughs> well, I don't was- know. If someone's like, what do you do? I, I'm very hesitant to say I'm a musician. I don't know why that is. But you wouldn't hesitate for a moment to be like, I love butt plugs, bye. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, poop, poop, anus, anus, merkin. <laughs> Never gets old. So does that happen to you every once in a while that you meet somebody who's shares the same title, but they're self-titled fashion designers? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Like, it's just a, it's something in the fashion industry where anyone who thinks that, like, they have an idea, they can just throw the title fashion designer behind their name. Like, like the Rihanna, oh, where you're, the Kanye West. No, no. I know Kanye West is not good at that. No, I like. I'd, He's good at lots of other stuff. Like within the fashion community, like if you can't sew, if you have an idea and you don't know how to make it, you're not a designer. Like if you if you design something and you can't draft up a pattern or you can't think of how it's going to be built, then you haven't really designed anything. Okay, that that confirms not fellow. <laughs> <laughs> When you're describing that, I was just, like imagining what I could design, and all I designed in my head was the outline of a donut, and then <laughs> cutting out the inside of it. And then I took sewing in high school. It was part of home ec. Oh, lucky! So cooking was great at sewing, terrible at, and I didn't finish my stuffed animal in time. So like, that's okay. You can make a pair of shorts. <laughs> but I probably had a crush on somebody in the class and wouldn't stop talking to them. Or trying to appear funny, <laughs> uh, going to great lengths for his attention. Uh, so when it was time to hand in the shorts, I sewed the leg holes shut as well as I was sewing the outside of the pattern. Oh, my god! And then just cut the thread <laughs> where the holes were. <laughs> I failed. Oh, my gosh. There was a guy in design school when me and Abby and Katie, who are my fellow hags from the fashion hags, when we were in design school, he we were doing pants and he somehow sewed the two pants like whole legs together like in the tube uh, he like, sounds great yeah he he no. swiftly quit the program and Aww. we've never heard of him since no. yeah he found his calling somewhere it was definitely not in fashion though. not Ma- making tubes <laughs> sealed tube yep. mm. constructor if it's sealed is it still a tube mm. cylinder i don't know me no no flat tube flatting flat tube I I never was I went to a high school that although cost $10,000 a year we didn't 
couldn't afford things like home ec, so never got to... Yeah, you had your low-rent substitute teacher, Our Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Current Prime Minister, yeah. It's a weird, weird thing. And I keep getting emails from that high school being like, hey, it's that time of year again for the social and come to our year-end concert. And I'm like, why the hell would I want to go see a bunch of high schoolers who I'm not related to? So this means we're not going? (laughs) I mean, you can go. Well, that's not a very nice way to tell me we're not going (laughs) as a friendship group. It's free food, I guess. Would they be talented? Is that a thing that the school is known for? No, 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 no. It's not like a performing arts high school or something like no, fame. No, 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 no. Mm. I wish. No, 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 no. There was this amazing, there was this high school in Winnipeg that was called Tech Vox. It was like technical vocational school and they had a fashion design like minor that you could take and I wanted to go to that high school so bad. But I grew up in the country and there was no way in hell my parents were going to let me go to high school in Winnipeg. Especially like being this tiny little homo native boy, <laughs> it was not going to happen. That city would eat you alive. Oh, yeah, and oh no, you could have had some fun time. Well, I moved here and I kind of I made my I took up my space and I don't know I think I could have dominated at Tech Walk in Winnipeg. Yeah, totally. It would like have to been. Think I could you have could have been. been the like the coolest bully in town. Well, I, this is a weird <laughs> thing that like I've come to realize like just in the last years, like talking to like my younger cousins and my brother and they were like you were a bully in high school and i was like what like i thought i was bullied in high school i was bullied in high school i know i was and then i think like my my like harsh like stony demeanor and like not talking to people was considered bullying like i never actively went out and like that's passive like, bullying pa- i was a passive bully very Are passive you... <laughs> did you just have resting bitch face yeah i guess i just was... looked mean i didn't that's talk to not anyone a bully yeah, ask for more people proof. feel alienated. Hmm. But that's yeah. not bullying. I yeah. was a bully for part of high school. Yeah. Yeah. I was a and bully on cube. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely not a bully. I don't think we even had bullies. The school was too small. There was 39 of us in our grad class. So Yeah, oh, that wait. would be. I graduated with 11 people. Okay, you win. <laughs> yeah. You win the award. <laughs> Including me. There was 11 now total. Now I can understand why your presence was so felt then because I was like, wow. well, it just sounds like you were keeping to yourself. No, but there was like nobody there. There was maybe 300 <laughs> students from K to 12 in the whole school. It was Whoa. insane. Yeah. And then I think I've talked about this on Fashion Hanks. We had, um, well, I created this like fashion club where we would put on fashion shows twice a year and like Amazing. the proceeds would go to charity and I'd make the clothes and like the girls in the school would like be the models and they we'd like wrangle their boyfriends to like set up the curtains and the lights and the chairs and the catwalk and all this <laughs> stuff and i was just like the showman and i would like show up late to class and like they'd like try and give me shit and i'd be like well i had i had fashion i had fashion club <laughs> during like lunch hour so i think and it was just allowed. called fashion club there was no word for it like it would just be like 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 fashion show practice Fashion show practice. Yeah. I love it. So, like, yeah. when people were doing, like, track practice at lunchtime, I was, like, teaching girls how to do catwalk. You were improving their <laughs> outfits. Yeah. Amazing. It was really fun. I just remember a club that I invented in high school. It was called Gardening Club. And uh, all that consisted of was us taking our leftovers from lunch and digging a hole and burying them. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that. There was taking our food, going outside, and getting stoned. Oh. I thought for sure yeah. it was going to I'm not smart enough to have made that <laughs> connection. No, um, it was 
yeah and we even got a bunch of guys involved and we took a photo like a club photo because we wanted to get it in the the yearbook yearbook. (laughs) it was the year that we were i think we were deciding you know what clubs are we going to be in so it'll look good when we graduate to have all these things listed because no one had anything listed because our school was so small beans at the time that we didn't even have home ec (laughs) but yeah we would meet and just bury rotten food and then feed some bagels to crows (laughs) That sounds like a club I could be mm-hmm. and a member one, of. One time I took some little teddy grams and uh, did a photo shoot amongst some daisies where they were <laughs> 69ing and having an orgy. So it was a photography club too. Yeah. Well, we're just like- multi-talented. <laughs> no, no actual gardening took place. <laughs> uh, what club were you in in high school? I was part of the yearbook club. Ooh. That's mm-hmm. a real uh, actual club. <laughs> Yeah, but I wasn't needed. I like. I think I, towards the end when they needed to get it actually done, they're like, "We're tired of you just making jokes." Mm. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, I'll go bye." Um, I think that's it. I was in track for a bit, and then I started smoking. <laughs> in um, high school, I started smoking when I was fourteen. What? Yeah, and I gave it up. And then I was twenty-five, young. and then I started again a few years later, and then I gave it up when I was turned thirty. Wow. Um. Yeah, I've never been great at group sex. Sex. <laughs> I've never been great at group stuff. Like I've never like when brownies, my parents signed me up for brownies and I had a meltdown and basketball. I played basketball a bit when I was in high school, but it was really just because I had a crush on a guy named Philip. Who was a basketball. <laughs> we were on an island. We weren't by ourselves, but I was shy. Um Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not still. I don't know, think I'm a part of any club. Yeah. and But I would do stuff like variety shows and sing in variety shows mm-hmm. and then started doing like comedy stuff. Yeah. Sketches and funny songs. Yeah. You're finding your place in high school. Yo. Well, the universe was guiding you in that direction. Mm-hmm. It was t- telling you to go away from your book and into p- performance. I realize I could be a complete brat. <laughs> Where can I be most safe? as a brat that's what you were finding i realized that my yearbook voted me in grade 12 most likely to have my own talk show and i guess that is what this is that high school wasn't so bad Mm, it was pretty bad so evan this is a podcast about retail nightmares but also clubs but back to retail nightmares when we started doing this podcast you were still working in retail yes but you have since stopped completely right yes i'm no longer in but that's pretty recent very recent like Uh, how long are you out last i'm about three months out of the retail life still fresh yeah you still having flashbacks ptsd for sure (laughs) yeah we're we're working on some stuff for the hags right now and we're looking at some products that are from one of my past employers and we're they're reading out the style codes to me and i just like I just had a flashback to like memorizing all of the colors and every style and all these style codes came flashing back to me and it was terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying. It's weird how you don't forget stuff. No, Mm -hmm. I'll I'll go to my deathbed knowing these style codes probably. When I see products from a place that I used to work at, I'm like, oh, that's increased a lot in price since 2011. (laughs) Hmm. That's strange. I wonder if the man who used to make that is no longer making them. They're having mass produced. I can see why the price went up if they're getting them from the states now. Like it's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Like what is And you're my still so invested doing? after all that time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they would never think about me. <laughs> totally. So do you have like a story or two for us? Oh yeah. yeah. One oh, from yeah. this job. I'm I, I checked and I am still under an 
a non-disclosure agreement, so yeah. I will Ooh. not name names, but I will tell stories. Great. As a preface, menstruation is wonderful, and I'm not downing menstruation at all. <laughs> downing. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> That's a good start. But we start every podcast like that. Yeah. Up I'm, with I'm, menstruation, I'm among, down with... I'm among my people. Yeah. <laughs> but I was. It was a busy Saturday working on Granville Street in Vancouver. Busy, uh, high-end neighborhood. It was a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And we were full full fitting room, and it should be known that we don't have like a public access bathroom. Yeah, stores don't have to have not one usually. By law. No, we don't. Go to Starbucks. Go to McDonald's across the street. Yep. But we it was a really busy day, and this girl was in a fitting room for quite some time, probably about an hour and a half, and she was trying on what? multiple items. Yeah. I've never Excuse even spent me? that long in a store before. I've had people do that. It freaks me out. Oh yeah, like, like from where from where I work, like everything comes in like a million colors. So someone needs to try on all of the colors of everything and right. uh, multiple sizes because things are vary in size or whatever. So she finally goes out, and someone goes in to clean the room, and I hear like someone come like running towards me in the office, and they swing the door open, and there was a used feminine hygiene product under a pile of clothes in the corner of the fitting room. So, like, staining the clothes. Yeah, there was a few items that needed to be damaged out. Oh. But it was just, it was so mind-boggling to me. Like, like if you were in a pickle and, like, you came to a girl that was working there and you're like, can I please use the restroom? We would let you use the restroom in a in that scenario. Uh, I'm, there's, no, there's no reason why that happened. There's no scenario in which that is the thing that would have happened if the person was a normal person yeah that's not like, a logical you would just leave it in or on and go yeah it was you would not bizarre. swap out <laughs> like something else was going on there i don't think it was like something else like something... cool that you'd read about in the georgia street and yeah stuff, but it was just like something like no one would write about wants to know about that's really bad yeah it was crazy and like it it was a real was I, it a I, tampon or a maxi pad or a diva cup it was a tampon <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. That's I, awful. Yeah. I you see those a lot. It's kind of wild and free in the wild. The wild, but I think that they fall out of a garbage can. I mean, not a person mm. that's a garbage can. <laughs> yeah. I was like, <laughs> don't call my vagina garbage. Can. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah, whenever assume, I see them out, I'm like, what's going on? I assume it's like a a homeless person who. Okay. Oh d- yeah, definitely. I yeah. always yeah. assume like, it's just person, the raccoons this, that got into the yeah. garbage or that, and or, they're like not edible. And sometimes if you the see... raccoon was a Labrador retriever, <laughs> edible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes you see new ones that it's like, oh, they just fell out, out of someone's purse, like mm-hmm. a pack out of yeah. the package, and they didn't bother to pick it up. Or cause... some like asshole teenager was like what taking is it out of the package yeah. and swinging it around, yeah. and throwing it at people. Or they were butt chugging, you know, like when you soak oh, them in yeah. vodka, <laughs> stick them up your butt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still want to try that. <laughs> Fine. Just kidding. <laughs> Christmas is coming. <laughs> Let's see how our Christmas family you visits do it go. With Might eggnog. need to. <laughs> Ooh, flavored butt chug. A vast, it's a a seasonal butt chug. chug. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> Rhonda something. Oh wow. Yeah, that one was a doozy, but it was a real bonding moment for me and my team. I just started being their manager and I and I think I got a bit of street cred from them for like being like, you know, I get paid more than you guys. You guys don't need to deal with that. Get That's me a shopping bag, get so me a broom, and we'll deal with of this. You. Get me some gasoline. So you don't get paid enough to deal with this <laughs> get shit. Get me some matches. I'm just going to brick off that <laughs> <then> one <laughs> we stall. Just, we just like dumped bleach on that corner and a little bit of water, and that 
fitting room was closed for like a good hour and we just let it soak. That's a good call. Yeah. Somewhere like, out there, if you're the person might be actually listening to this podcast. That was me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and that's when I knew nothing in the store fit. Not even my tampon anymore. Yeah. First of all, no one should be trying on clothes when they're on their period because your body's all bloated. So that's, that's not a really gonna... good point. And yeah. I always forget that. Then I'm like, nothing fits. I'm disgusting. <laughs> yeah. It's just going to be. And this be... I'm alone. <laughs> yeah. It's not Banana a pleasant Republic. experience. <laughs> For for you know, for anyone who doesn't know, it's uh, knock, it's knock. not accurate. Alicia, how is it going in there? I'm having a meltdown. I'm very bland. You're so nice, so demoralized. <laughs> like it's yeah, it's don't even bother. Like you can hold it up against you and be like, no, that definitely wouldn't fit me. Right I want now. popcorn. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go lay on the couch for eight hours. That's awful. Yeah, it was it was one for the. Do books, you remember what the sure. woman looked like? Yes, <laughs> that's the thing. Yes. Like you kind of don't. I, that's one of my experiences. You don't forget. No, you. I'll never forget. Well, she, she was there for an hour and a half. Yeah, she was. What was she looking for? She a tampon. Everything. She was looking for everything. She was the person who tried on everything. We tried to like. Do you have an event coming up? Like, are you trying to build? I'm about to have wardrobe? an event coming yeah, up. Yeah, she she was in the middle <laughs> the of one. First time I leave a tampon in a <laughs> store, I'm fucking but, weird. Yeah, she she had like. <laughs> She was had like she was tall, had blonde, like unbalanced weave, like the tracks were showing. <laughs> Louis Vuitton bag, okay, and like just full like, of yoga tampons. pants and like a puffer jacket in like the middle of the summer. Gosh, she sounds like the woman I got into the fight with at the YWCA. Mm. We wanted maybe the... it was one in the same. It, yeah, she was crazy. <laughs> she yeah sounds like a a little local character. Yeah, yeah maybe that, she gets around. Yeah, that's that's like Yale Town lady. Mm-hmm. Definitely. She was the, the, the woman I'm thinking of was uh, specifically asked another client who happened to be Chinese to help her carry her bags. <laughs> and when the woman's like, why? She's like, don't you work here? And I was like, well, I guess I should step in. <laughs> oh, yikes. Um, okay. So I know the store that you worked at. Fascinating. Uh, that's disgusting. Um, yeah. I can't even imagine. We're, we're just so stuck on it. Yeah, it's crazy. It was shocking to me. I can picture well, yeah. it in my mind. I was like, <laughs> we oh, haven't had that yeah. happen here. They came in the to me show. and they're like, there's something happening in the fitting room. And I was like, okay, some like some teenager asshole like took a piss in the fitting room. Like and then no. <laughs> Has that like, happened? I've I know people who've worked at Urban Outfitters and I will call out Urban Outfitters till the day I die. That <laughs> someone took a number two in a bag and <gasps> left it in the fitting room. At least they put it in a bag. At least they put it in a bag. They were considerate. Yeah. And then, yeah, Wrap like it up. pee, like blood splatter on the wall, like everything. What? Yeah. Crazy stuff goes down at the Granville Street Urban Outfitters. Well, I really think that there is a, some sort of. Do you think people think that they're toilets? A cer- yeah. A certain yeah. percentage of the population is like, oh, I'm in an enclosed stall that I can lock. Similar. It's similar. Anything goes in here. Yeah. This is that my space. That would go in a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's wow. we've we've heard other stories about people. Yeah, I found pee and poo in a change room. Yeah, not at the same time. <laughs> that would be like the stars aligning. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> happens but once a millennia. <laughs> Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare? Yes, uh, it's kind of a stretch, but it's something that involved <laughs> a monetary transaction. So I'm considering it a monetary a monetary. <laughs> I'm sober. Uh, so you're familiar with the website Flickr? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how obsolete it is. Like What? <laughs> like, I don't know anyone who still it's uses it. It's a new it. Instagram. 
it's I used to someone bought me a subscription to it about let's say six years ago and it was for two years and it was one of those paid pro things and I was like great cool and then they sent me an email saying oh it's gonna expire so I renewed it once and then stopped using it promptly after that never signed in didn't do anything like that and then they were like oh we're charging you for another two years and I was like damn it I forgot to to delete that so I did this was two years ago and then while I was on tour I got a charge for $61 Canadian which for the listeners is forty four ninety five American. Uh, and then I spent from August, because this was the Canadian tour that I was on, not the most recent tour. I spent from August until just last week trying to get them to reverse the charges. And I must have sent 10 or 12 or 15 emails back and forth with them. And they just made up a completely fabricated story that I had deleted my old account and then started a new account. And that's what the charge was for. And I basically had to like use my logic against them like a lawyer. Oh, it was great. Anyway. And you got your money back? I actually got my money back. I was so resigned to the idea of not getting that money back because it was charged in August. And I was like, fair enough. They don't really do refunds, even though this was a completely fake charge they made up. Um, I just wanted to show them that their logic was wrong i was like the money doesn't even count but i just know that like you're making things up they're like nope you have a second account and i was like how come i don't have a receipt from this payment how come you can't link me to this alleged second account i had to use the word alleged so many times but yeah then they refunded it to me but because the dollar is different now i didn't get the full refund it was like only 59 dollars or something like that and plus hours of your time hours and if you're an actual lawyer yeah so hundreds and hundreds of dollars i'm a lawyer now thousands and thousands yeah so this made me a lawyer hundreds and hundreds of u.s lawyer dollars but thousands and thousands of canadian lawyer dollars yeah (laughs) that's how it works (laughs) Anyway, I know it's not really retail, but just the customer service. Yeah, yeah. And it was just an ongoing thing. And I would I would have to provide proof. And I would, I'm the queen of screen caps. So I was like, here's the screen cap of an receipts. email from the, yeah, I had everything all lined yeah. up. All my bank statements took my screen caps of that. And then I would be like, please provide proof. And they would just send me the exact same email that they had sent me before, worded a little differently. So I knew it wasn't just built out by a robot. Anyway. Mm. If that ever happens, let this be a lesson to everyone that you can get your money back if you try for f- four months. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. It is for me. Like $60 is... It's a lot. Yeah. 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 Especially because they're lying. Yeah. Not like you made a mistake. Like every once in a while I sign up for Amazon Prime and then forget <laughs> to get free shipping, like a free two-day shipping to the States or something, and then forget to cancel it before I get charged. And then I'll see a charge like $89 on my account. I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't afford that. And then I send them a note. I'm like, I forgot to cancel in time. And they're like, no problem. And they reverse the charges really? instantly. And they're so great. But I signed up for Audible recently so I could get a free book on dog training. <laughs> and then forgot to cancel it before the trial was over and was charged like $20. And I think it was like fourteen ninety five American was like $20. Mm-hmm. And the, But that was my fault. And then I went to cancel it the other day. They're like, you still have one free book. And I was like, okay. So I forgot <laughs> to cancel it again. Dang. But it's technically not a free book. I've paid $20 for yeah. a book that I don't want to listen to. Boners. Um, that sucks. Yeah. 
but I have to be really careful. I've just recently, this is really embarrassing, but started looking at my bills instead of just paying them. And my <laughs> cell company charged me for being in the States in October. It's not there. And they're like, that's weird. And then I was super overcharged for my visit to Portland. And they're like, well, the best we can do is give you $25 off. My weekend in Portland cost me $127 for mm. some reason. And I bought a plan. Yeah. And I was like, I'm, I feel so dumb. I never look. I just pay. Yeah. Uh, but they reversed the charge for me being not in the States. But how did that happen? That's really weird. It must have just come too close to Richmond or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like, well, if you. you're in Surrey, it'll just switch over. So you have to like turn off your roaming. Yeah. For the listener who's not from the lower mainland, Surrey is a delightful suburb of Vancouver. <laughs> not, not our, yeah. uh, it's that- a thriving Metropolis. Metropolis. Yeah. It has some social issues. It's got a lot going on. Yeah. Very. But it touches America. So Mm -hmm. it's got that going for it. Um, I have a weird retail nightmare. It's, uh, I experienced it. I was the consumer of the horror. Uh, I'm out and about a lot. I have to do some Christmas shopping and I've also started taking public transit to work again for the first time in almost two years. Fun. It's really tough. I'm my spirit, but... I was on South Granville the other day waiting to have lunch with my friend Katie, and I went into a kitchen store on South Granville, really nice place. They have great things. I was just kind of nosing around. I love kitchen stores and kitchen gadgets, and I've been looking specifically for a dish rack that's really tiny because my apartment kitchen is quite small, and my dish rack often just is so large it falls right into the sink, and all the clean dishes become dirty. So I was looking around Mingwo, and I went into this section where the dish racks are and I heard this snapping noise the kind of noise that like bug killers make those electric bug killers that people have on their balconies mm-hmm. like snap mm-hmm. snap very rhythmic and I was like I wonder if like if there's a light short circuiting or something and I get down into the little basement area of the store and I really like I've been putting off this purchase for a year like <laughs> for a year I've had a gigantic dish rack so I'm like this is it Tobin you got some time to kill you buying a fucking dish rack grow up and the snapping noise isn't a light fixture, and it's obviously not a bug zapper. It's a store employee, I'm, I believe one of the owners, in her 60s, maybe even 70s, sitting on a stool, snapping bubble wrap. <laughs> <laughs> and it's this really small space. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like, that's so satisfying, making chit-chat. One would assume that she would stop. Mm-hmm. Nope. The whole time I was trying to make a decision about a dish rack, she's snapping bubble wrap basically in my ear. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck is this? I wasn't able to choose, not so much based on that, but I was getting more and more irritated because of of the noise. And I thought like, what the kind of, what's going on here? There's something a little weird about that place. Yeah. (laughs) And as I was leaving, another one was considering going downstairs and I could see her like tilting her head to listen to the noise. (laughs) And I looked at it, I was like, you'll never guess what it is. She's like, what is it? I'm like, bubble wrap. <laughs> that was the weirdest thing. And I ended up getting a dish rack at Welks on Main Street, the greatest store in the world. Okay. Shout out to Welks. A happy <laughs> ending. You got to go to your favorite store. I love that store. Do you ever go to Welks? Yeah, it's so crazy. They have everything. Everything at a better price? Yes. Good stuff. The, the corner of the games that I didn't expect. Yeah. You turn the corner and there's all these board games. Yeah. It's so wonderful. Great coffee things, good snacks, great kitchen stuff. Socks. Mm-hmm. That's where I buy my socks. I don't buy anything there. I don't I don't have anything to contribute to this conversation. Well, hurry up and buy something. It's too far away. Never it's, get over there. Yeah, now that me. I don't live on Main Street. Yeah. Yeah, I don't go anymore. I used to live not far from there. You used to live really close to there. Yeah. So now it's an event, and I often 
feel a bit overwhelmed. Yeah, you had a little awkward conversation with a man there, if I recall correctly. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was so cute. I that, forgot about that, that neighborhood guy. was just crawling with beautiful men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my neighborhood is just crawling. Um, <laughs> no, I went, there's cute guys in my neighborhood. But there's crawl. lots of rodents. Yeah. <laughs> Sexy rats. Sexy rats. So, Evan, I know that you've had, if, in your short life, you've had a lot of retail experience, and you have one more retail story for us. I do. I'm so excited. The, yeah, it's from the same job. Um, I was working at a different location, the one in Metrotown, and we were closing the store, and it was this huge, like, Closing it because it was going out of business or the, it, the, closing it for the end of the day? It was like, no, we were like closing the store. Like the store was not going to be there anymore. Oh, man. Yeah. So like, I guess like Metro Town was like revamping that area of the mall and it was going to be like this luxury sector with like, um, <laughs> there was going to be Banana Republic and Michael Kors and like okay. all these like mid-market kind of luxury Yeah, feel. Michael Kors is like, I, I don't get it. No, neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> like the catwalk shows are pretty, but like it doesn't translate to the store at all. Um, I feel like it just winds up in winners. Yeah, <laughs> and then the, the the runway for less section. I feel like it's like an empty label. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have any value to me. And I was looking at boots right before I came here, and I was like, oh, these look pra- like these look like nice with dresses, little ankle boots. And I was about to try them on, and then they had a piece of gold metal on the heel, and it said Michael Kors. I was like, well, I can't wear these. No, <laughs> makes no sense. <laughs> So yeah, there's there are storefront on Georgia, I think it is near. Yeah. it's very pretty, but I feel like American designers like Ralph Lauren and it's a bit like have kind of already done very that similar thing. things. Yeah. So, anyway, sorry, falling down a little bit of a <laughs> Michael Kors hole. We're going to and a fashion to, to tangent. Him. Yeah, bitching about Michael Kors. <laughs> it's just not something that resonates with me. No. Yeah. Like I know our our dear friend Katie Garnum likes Michael Kors, but I think she likes the catwalk version of it more than she does in the store. We've discussed this before on the Fashion Hags. Listen to us. Also, yeah. We definitely listen to Fashion Hags. It's great, especially if you like to talk about fashion or read magazines. And like it's very, like, a very like, accessible podcast, very funny, but uh, lots of good points made. I really enjoyed the one on fur. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I didn't agree with uh, some of it, but no, that but wasn't the point. I learned, yeah. I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very educational podcast. We yeah. try. Yeah. Three dumb doofuses trying to make it. <laughs> Let's get back to even bigger, yeah. dumber doofuses. A store that had My to retail close. Nightmare. Yeah. Metro Town. Yeah. A store closing in Metro Town, the busiest mall in in the universe. The biggest yeah. Or in the West Coast. Yeah. Um, but it was like 70, 80, 90% off. Like it was like a tiered thing. And then it was complete madness. It was like people had lost all their humanity. <laughs> we had two cash registers and there was a line spiraling around the store and it was a decent sized store so there was probably like a hundred people waiting in line for the cash register it was nuts we had to like call in people from other stores we had like 10 people on at a time and p and like you when you were working you weren't like helping people you were just cleaning you were picking stuff off the ground yes like like crowd control like that kind of deal like there was no holds no nothing you buy it final sale get out the door and people were leaving with like garbage bags of stuff. Whoa. And like just yeah. that whole experience was insane. We had like we had velvet ropes outside of the door because we had a lineup. And then at one point it was considered a fire hazard because people were like lining up towards the center of the walkway, not like along the side of the stores. And then the stores were bitching because we were blocking their windows and their entrance to the store. And it was just like <laughs> this whole like it was so insane. 
And I guess the manager of the store had only worked in like boutique, like quiet stores before, and she wasn't used to running <laughs> a busy ship. But I came from H and M, and H and M is like there's like a whole lingo and headsets and like all this stuff. So I was like on it. I like went into like army retail mode. <laughs> and, uh, and, like, That's he, an army I'd like to see. Yeah, it was, it was. I support that army. Yeah, but it was insane. It was like the craziest ever experience I ever had working in retail. I'll never forget that that those those two weeks where everyone two weeks lost it. Went it for... went for two weeks. You were in the awful. shit for two weeks. Yeah. and then I didn't have to work the last day because I think I don't. I think I went on vacation your arms or something. Off. Yeah, <laughs> All I'd, of I'd, them. I'd had it. I'd, I made up some fake illness, but yeah, it was. But then I heard stories of the last day being the absolute worst. I just can't. I can't talk about it anymore. It's like I'm, I'm well, having it's like, PTSD. Yeah, it's like Black Friday. The photos yeah. you see when it's like, is a deal really all that it takes for you to leave behind your humanity? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're you're saving like twenty dollars on this on something that you wouldn't buy unless yeah. it was marked down. Yeah, yeah you're exactly. just buying it because it's because on sale. it's a good deal. Yeah. I was uh, trying to find a, a Christmas tree the other night, and I waited too long. I didn't realize I wanted one until I just decided i wanted one and i can't get a real one so i was looking at fake ones and i can't afford a 300 dollars fake tree so i shopped around a little bit and somebody at home depot was helping me and she's so nice and it wasn't her department and in the middle of talking to her a woman stepped in front of me for her attention and then the woman was like i'm sorry i'm just helping this other person i'll be right with you so then the person whose section was was called over somebody who could help me and so nice and then the other woman took his attention Hmm. like on purpose she's just like i want help now and i was like fuck man like please go right ahead but oh man please why that's when you take out your tampon (laughs) (laughs) and soak it in vodka and insert it into your body (laughs) that's what that person was probably doing i hope so Yikes. Yeah, why didn't even tell that boring Christmas tree story? Let's go to Puppo of the Week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of the week. Evan? I am going to be going home for the holidays soon. Whoa. Yeah, and I'm very excited to see my own personal puppos. Who are they? We have a chocolate lab named Dancer. <gasps> who, Perfect for Christmas, too. Who was... A hunting dog originally, but she's scared of gunshots. So she just became our our family dog. <laughs> and she loves to ride on the back of the four-wheeler with my dad. And like people like I live in cottage country. Yeah. So there's people who come out to their cottages and they're like, Oh, you guys need to see the dog who rides on the back of the four-wheeler. Aww. Yeah. And like everyone knows about Dancer. And she's 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 getting a little older now and she's pretty chubby and like my mom finally let her like live in the house. So I'm excited to go home and snuggle on the couch with Dancer. And then we have a cat who's very sassy and very slutty and her name's Harlow. And she was my cat (laughs) named after Jean Harlow. She's more of like a Joan Crawford in retrospect, but (laughs) um, the name stuck. She's kind of a harlot. She's a harlot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Is she tutored? She is. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yeah. She never she never procreated. Unfortunately, I would have loved to have little kittens running around. But um my parents probably wouldn't have liked that 
because I left two years after we got her. I moved to Vancouver. Classic kid move. Yeah. You know, you can take care of this cat. And my mom loves to complain about her. But every time, like, there's something like, oh, we need to, like, when she has, like, a weird lump or she's, like, not being as active. She's like, we need to go to the vet immediately. Like, we need to check out the cat. So, like, I know, like, she likes to complain about the cat, but she actually loves the cat. It's kind of nice that you left the cat behind because it's, like, an extension of yourself. Definitely. I feel like she kind of, like, took my space. Like, she likes to sleep in my room all the time, even though I haven't lived there in six years. Whenever I come home, it's like I've never been gone. She just kind of chills next to me. Yeah, That's nice. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, they never forget their... No, they would never their first love. Their no. first love for real. Yeah, and I was like the one who like put, took her away from her litter, so I feel oh, like wow. she kind of like attached to me, and totally. I carried her on the way home. So I think yeah, she's definitely my cat. Even now, I haven't lived home for six years, and my mom will call me and she's like, "Your cat pissed in the box today." <laughs> You're like, "This is it's definitely like, my fault." It's my fault. It's definitely my fault. <laughs> my mom used to do that with uh, our cat Marilyn. Like. She did this today. My mom got a new treadmill one year, and then Marilyn's like, this is where I pee now, <gasps> on your treadmill. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty exciting. But my mom uh, kept her around till the very end, even though she was very badly behaved mm-hmm. in the last, like, 10 years of her life. She lived <laughs> till she was 21. Whoa. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, she's an amazing cat. Who's your papo? You know, I was just thinking about it. I'm not even sure. <sighs> well, I really like it when... Uh, I made an older golden retriever. So last night I met an older, older golden retriever. That's difficult to older say. Older golden golden retriever. <laughs> um, it was really, it's really icy here and really snowy. And he was moving slowly, and I had lots of time to pet him. And I said, "You're doing great." And then the owner, in a thick Swedish accent, said, "Oh, he loves the snow." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, he's just really old." I really love old golden retrievers. They smell terrible, but they are lovely. Whereabouts was this? Mm, a Kingsway and Glen. Okay. Because I was like, I might know who that golden retriever is because I know some Swedish people who have golden retrievers. Maybe they're out for a really big walk. Well, it's like the people who own the wooden shoe. Those people have golden retrievers. Oh my gosh. I used to be their neighbor and they yeah. have a new one. Yeah. And then they're they... like puppy and then the old one. Yeah. yeah. That was the cutest because they got the puppy when the older dog was really old so it could teach it how to be a good cute old dog oh my gosh those two are puppos there i take it back (laughs) those two are my puppos i forgot about the wooden shoe the wooden shoe place that is a very out there love it scandinavian breakfast stop it was the original uh the Dutch. The Dutch Penacook house yeah yeah but that's like their off-brand yeah, location. they sold it and kept the wooden shoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eaten there dozens of times. <laughs> good puppos, great breakfast, weird place, usually playing intense opera. And they <laughs> sell things that they no longer want in a basket by the door, which I really think is cute. Yeah. Like or dishes and mugs and, and stuff. give things away, too. Yeah. Oh, neat. They never offered. They're good puppos. Um, Who's your puppo? My puppo is two cats that I met on tour in Athens, Georgia. They belong to a Canadian from Edmonton who's hanging out in Georgia for a while. Okay, he lives there. I don't know why I said he's just hanging out. <laughs> he moved there with his wife, and they had a cat previously named Joey, who's a female cat, lovely tuxedo cat, sort of more of a cow cat, like yeah, got the spots. And she's the type that will let you pet her stomach. She'll let you pet even between her toes. She's just so chill. 
um, very similar to previous Pop of the Week, Crumbs. I feel like they're <laughs> cut from the same cloth. But uh, they moved there and they saw this stray black kitten out in the backyard and it was getting cold. And so they set up a box with a hot water bottle and some food for it. And then he was sleeping on it. So they eventually took him in because he was just out by himself and couldn't really fend for himself. And they named him Max. And Max is the weirdest cat. He's <laughs> he's about one, they think. And he's still very kitten-like and just he'll stare at you from across the room and it's like the most intense gaze uh, you'll ever see. Doug, his owner, took a photo of him that I don't understand why it's not a meme yet, <laughs> which I'll show to you now. Uh, this is Max just staring across the room. <laughs> his eyes are a little wonky and his tongue sticks out. <laughs> Let's see my mind. <laughs> I'll post That's it. That's me when I see a cute boy. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure that you go to the totally. <laughs> I'll post that. You, and you're yeah. like, oh my God, we are both alive at the same time. It reminds me a lot of this, uh, this character from Adventure Time. There's an episode where they're trying to sleep, but there's this weird horse that's just staring at them through the window and its tongue is sticking out. It's a really good episode <laughs> if anyone's into Adventure Time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'll post this photo. But Max and Joey, what do you? We should create papas. a meme around that. Can you get rich by making a meme? Yeah, totally. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All those rich internet trolls. That's my favorite puppo of the week for sure. Isn't it great? Max. Oh man, Max. can we change that to our cover photo? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Um. So Evan, uh, thank you so much for being on our Perdkurt. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> and if people want to find you online, where would you like them to find you? Uh, I am at Evan Ducharme Studio on Instagram. That's my brand Instagram. And then I am at Evan Ducharme on Twitter. The Twitter is not professional. It's very <laughs> irreverent. And I'm mostly just tweeting back and forth with my gaze. <laughs> All right. So if you like some... I'm gonna get vernacular. in on there like a weird aunt. Please do, like okay. Aunt Sheila. Aunt Sheila of she's Aunt Sheila's not a weird aunt. Though. No, she's a cool aunt. She's, she's she's not a regular aunt. She's a cool aunt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's gotten in there a couple times. Give she's, us hit us with some gay slang that uh, some gay vernacular. Yeah, like that the listener might not know. Um, earlier, what I said receipts. I, that, that might not be so much gay, but it has been adopted by the gay community when you have proof of something like. You have like screenshots of text messages from people. Like those are your receipts. Like I have, I have receipts on you and on this. I will love come it. to this with my receipts. It's a great retail nightmare. I love it. Yeah. yeah, we steal it from retail nightmare. Mm -hmm. And that I think it was based on this notorious Whitney Houston interview with um, Diane Sawyer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Diane Keaton. Oh, that'd be a dream. Oh, two um, divas. <laughs> where. Um, I think Diane had insinuated something and Whitney simply said, I want to see the receipts. Whoa. <laughs> Give me the receipts. So there's a, wow. there's definitely a GIF or a meme or something there where you can insert that in when someone tries to say something about you. You'd be like, I want the receipts. I like it. I want your proof. I've been recently saying, show me your work, which mm -hmm. is like when you do a math. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> show your work. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing. Um, You're just, that's cooler. <laughs> mm -hmm. So Twitter? So Twitter. Uh, Evan Ducharme. At Evan Ducharme. Mm -hmm. Same spelling. And then I have my private Instagram, 
that you may or may not follow me on, depending <laughs> on how creepy or cute you may be. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to tell you the handle for that one, but it if you find if it, you find it, then maybe you'll see it. All right. Well, I am a part of the exclusive Evan Ducharme private account. All 1,114 something. Yeah, it's the same with mine. I'm like, I've actually stopped accepting new requests. And I don't know how to delete people I don't know now. Um, Jessica, Mm -hmm. wasn't having Evan super fun? It was lovely. Yeah. It was nice to see you in person Mm -hmm. after hearing your voice so many (laughs) times on your podcast. Oh, thank you. Yes, and of course, follow us at Fashion Hags Podcast on Instagram. How often do episodes come out? Is it once? Bi-weekly. It's bi-weekly, yeah. yeah. So we have one coming out on December 16th, Perfect. I think. 2016, if you're listening to this in the time, <laughs> cap, in the time warp. This will come out on the 12th, so it'll give something... People Give people something to. to look forward to yeah. in this sad hell dimension we all live in. Jessica, are you done shows for the year? I'm done until 2017. Yep, same here. I'm done for the year. Nice. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> all right. Well, Evan, <laughs> Jessica, Alicia, telephones, coffee cups. This has been great. Um, bye. Bye. Tampons. Tampons. <laughs>